Okay, so hi, uh, my name is Sonia. Today I'm really excited to, in, to interview a friend of mine. Uh, before we begin, I'll just say that um, I'm a graduate of City College and in my MFA program, one of my friends, Leah, told me about the zip code memory project, which helps to memorialize the losses of people of color during the COVID-19 pandemic in Manhattan and in the Bronx. And I told her how I'm also seeking to speak with Americans who identify as Black and to record their experience during the COVID-19 pandemic and also to share if they sadly lost anyone during the COVID-19 pandemic. So Leigh and I saw that our missions aligned and now I will be sharing recordings of residents of Queens with the zip code memory project, which I'm really excited about. And I'll just say I'm from Queens. I'm a black American, I'm half Jamaican and half indigenous and American and African-American. My dad was indigenous American to African-American and my mom was Jamaican American. Great. And without further ado, I'm really excited to introduce my guests Actually, how about you introduce yourself? Please tell us your name and introduce yourself. Hello, I'm Yewande Salau. I'm from Queens, New York. I'm from Rosedale, which is on the southeast side of Queens. I was born and raised in New York City as well. Um, I am the daughter of Nigerian immigrants who have been in the United States since the 80s. I went to high school in New York, I mean, in Queens Elementary School and even middle school. So I'm a Queens native. Um, I'm trying to think of anything else. And I currently live in Queens at the moment. I'm a recent graduate of Cornell Johnson School. I went there for my MBA and I happened to actually be on campus when the COVID-19 um, when COVID-19 first erupted in New York. Thank you and congratulations on graduating. Thank you. Thank you. So is it okay that you're being recorded and that your story will be part of the Zip Code Memory Project exhibition? Yes, it's okay. Thank you. And do you identify as Black or African-American or how do you identify? Yes, I identify as Black. Um, I guess I would call myself more Nigerian-American um, because I feel connected to both. Hmm. So would you say your ethnicity is Nigerian? Um, I think so. Mm -hmm. I think I would consider myself both. Yeah. Same, yeah, because yeah, I consider myself Jamaican and African American. Mm -hmm. Thank you. And now I'd like to ask you if you'd like to share what your experience was living or working or going to school or all the above during the COVID-19 pandemic. Yeah, um, so for me, it was very scary. I was around 30. And I was living in Ithaca, New York, in upstate New York. And um, I was still going to classes and was thinking, oh, 
that this would pass because I remember um, in the past there were certain other things that would be contained like Ebola, swine flu, and we just hear about it on the news and feel like, oh, that's a problem that's being dealt with. I'm sure we'll be fine. But I was so surprised when I saw that Columbia University closed. I was taking a Yoruba class in school and then the Columbia students were already working from home because COVID had gotten so bad in New York City. But in Ithaca, we were still pretty much relaxed and things hadn't shut down. Um, but unfortunately, I would hear like horrible stories from my um, family that was still in New York. My sister, my brother, and my aunt were still here. And they all lived in separate places. And, um, and it got so bad that my brother who was in high school at the time, my sister forced him to stop going to school the week before. Um, and then that next Monday, I think everything shut down. So I, I knew it was serious, but to be honest, in Ithaca, things were really just relaxed and we were still going about our day until one day they told us that classes were canceled indefinitely. And that was my last year of business school. And then I would speak to my parents who were in Nigeria at the time, who said that they didn't even talk about COVID at all, that it wasn't even a thing. So I, I think I was just getting so many conflicting messages of how people were taking the news of COVID. And, um, and in Ithaca, it was really pretty much nothing. We didn't really hear anything about it until school shut down and all the students had to go home. Oh, it's so interesting. So. In New York City, there's a more immediate awareness of it, but in other parts, um, and I could see that because I think on the news, um, there was a businessman who, I don't, I don't know if he was the first one, but I remember they um, quarantined him and it was on the news that this businessman was in quarantine. Yeah, I think that was the guy from Westchester. Yeah. So when did, did yours, School shut down completely in 2020? Or? Yeah, my school shut down completely. So for about a week or two, we had to, there were no classes and then everything went online and I finished out my semester of business school from Zoom. Oh, how was that? Um, To be honest, I was a little bit sad, but I, I guess I didn't realize I was so tired <laughs> because yeah. I think I slept a lot. I watched a lot of TV and just had a lot of time for myself to rest. Right. I felt that um, being a student, I was just going, going, going. Mm -hmm. So I, I did welcome the rest, but it was really lonely. Yes, it was. It was really, really lonely. And um, luckily I had friends that I could talk to all over and, um, and I was working too. I was a, a house mom in a sorority. Oh. So I also had to deal with the students that were like going home and by the end of it there were only three of us in a big big house living in Ithaca New York and those were the international students whose countries were closed who couldn't go back to um, their countries I think one was from Korea and another girl was from Morocco. Wow when did did the school ever open up again or did you already graduate at the end of I already graduated. So I graduated May 2020. Congratulations. Thank you. But I stayed in Ithaca from March until the end of July of 2020. So did you start your new job online or was that in person? I did. I started my new job online and I'm still online, but we're going back in April. We just got the notice last on Friday. Oh, 
Oh, so you were online for all of 2020? Yeah. Wow. How do you feel about transitioning back to in-person? I'm nervous mm-hmm. a bit because um, I've never met my coworkers except on Zoom. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, there are so many different things that you think about. I live in Rosedale, so um, I will have to commute. So that's about an hour or so. And I take the Long Island Railroad to make it a little bit um, a little bit shorter than it could be. If I took the bus and the train, it would probably be an hour and a half. Mm-hmm. So that that's a little bit nerve-wracking. I've considered moving closer. Um, but I, I live at home, which has been a much reduced cost of living. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's something that I, I think about. And, um, and then also my parents or my dad has retired, who is the breadwinner. Mm-hmm. So I, I sometimes also think about, hmm, does it really make sense to go? But I'm still trying to work that through as I, um, as I get closer and actually go through the motion of commuting for a couple, couple of weeks or months. It's so interesting because as Queens residents, I'm used to that commute. Like before I used to take the Long Island Railroad, like I'd take the Q80, Q85 bus for like 25 minutes and then the mm-hmm. train into Manhattan, which could be up to an hour depending on where you're going. So I can mm-hmm. see how like adding an hour or an hour and a half commute um, in the morning, it's like almost three hours of your day on transportation. Yeah, I don't miss that. I don't miss that, to be honest. Um, and that's something I'm happy that I haven't had to experience for the past couple of years. Um, so, so that's been good. Yeah. And let's see, is there anything else that we, you would like to share? Um, or if you knew someone who sadly passed away to COVID-19, would you like to share a story about them? Yeah, so I've I heard a lot of rumblings about people like in my circles um, who lost people, but I I did lose about two people I knew. I mean that I knew I lost one person I knew. He was one of the first people that passed away during COVID. And to be honest, I don't even think I've really dealt with the loss. Um, he was my childhood neighbor who used to live upstairs for me, and he was one of the first people to um, pass away from COVID. And that was really, really sad. Um, and he was my age. So it made it even worse. He was an aspiring musician, um, Nigerian American, just like me, like love life, um, was really doing his thing, was very talented. And um, he unfortunately um, passed away. My brother's best friend's grandmother also passed away in the early wave as well. Oh my God. Um, yeah, in 2021, my mom's shop manager in Nigeria also passed away. We don't know if it was COVID, but I think it was. But over there, it's so expensive to take COVID tests right. that most people didn't. And people didn't wear masks after a certain point because they felt that COVID was gone. Mm. Um, but a lot of people didn't, did die mysteriously, which I think it was COVID. But a lot of people refused to acknowledge that it, w- it could be COVID. It was something else. Wow, that's that's a lot of people. I'm sorry for your loss. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, unfortunate. Wow. 
And I thank you for sharing no problem experience with me. It means a lot to me as you know, as a daughter of an immigrant and also um, descendant of slaves. Like it, it's really important for me that people hear our stories and and they get uh, they get they can match lives lived in these biographies to the statistics. And so, um, thank you for sharing your story. No problem. Well, that's everything. Um, I guess I'll just sign off with thank you. My name is Sonia Killebrew, and this is also part of my podcast, Black America and COVID.